For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Back on the boss man show with my next state Cowboys who head coach John Aiken. Coach, what's up with Lake Charles, man? How you doing? Man, we're good, man. It's a beautiful day. My office today is a, uh, a local pizza joint, so I'm doing pretty good right now. How about you? Hey, I can't complain. Hey, Atlanta today's a little bit a little cloudy today, but hey, it's all good in the 70s, so I can't complain one bit. I feel that. Now, tell us this, Coach, man. You're now the head coach now. You've been assistant there for a while on, on the Heath Stroyer, a guy you know very well. Tell us about uh, getting this, the head gig here now and the confidence that Coach Stroyer had you to take over the program going forward. Yeah, you know, Heath has been a good friend of mine for the last seven years. I worked for him for two at Tennessee Martin. Uh, worked with Richie Riley for two in between, and then now been here at McNeese with him for three years. And he's been the best, man. He's changed my whole career, took me in when I was an NAI head coach, gave me my first Division One opportunity, and uh, really just let me spread my wings. You know, he, he gave me the opportunity to be his associate head coach here at McNeese and trusted me to do a lot of stuff, especially over this last year where he took over the AD responsibilities. Uh, it's been awesome, man. He's the best. Really good guy. Great guy to have as an AD. Really fights for us. And so I'm excited to still be able to work next to him, alongside of him. Just in a different capacity. Yeah, I remember seeing you on the bench of UT Martin. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a TSU grad, so I, I'll see it over the tournament over the bench okay. with them. So, so I remember seeing you, Coach, coaching, coaching all over there, man. I remember you, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, Coach, tell me this, man. Uh, you was a, a head coach at D3 for a while there. So tell us um, your experience being a head coach at D3. How's going to help you now being a head coach here at D1? All the things you got to do at the D1 level here. Sure. Yeah, you know, I was actually the uh, head coach at Bellhaven University, and at the time we were NAI Division One, um, and so we had we had scholarships. And about six months into me getting taken over that job, I got a bomb dropped on me. So we're going D three, and you no longer have athletic scholarships. You're going to be on probation for like five years, no postseason tournaments, the whole deal. And so I told my wife, I said, "We got to find something else to do because I can't do that." So we had a chance to go to uh, Tennessee Martin and and learn under Heath. You know, it's a it's a huge, obviously a big difference going from NAI head coach to now being Division One head coach. Just different levels of responsibility, different levels of interest. I mean, McNeese has an unbelievable fan base. Um, our football program has really helped shape that. We have a really proud football tradition. Uh, I think we have like ten thousand season ticket holders for football. So that spills over into basketball now. Like two years ago. Before the hurricanes, we were second in the in the league in attendance, averaged about twenty five hundred uh, per night. 
And so you've just got a lot more eyeballs on you. When I was at Bellhaven, girls like my wife, my daughter, few kids, uh, parents, you know, they're just, it just wasn't, is what it was. But yeah. here, the whole town is behind you, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, but it's all, you go into a, like this pizza place I'm at, that's why I keep nodding my head. Everyone knows who you are. So it's just a different, different deal, man. You just got different responsibilities. And I have, I had one staff member at Bellhaven here. I have a full staff. So I have to manage more guys and uh, give them more opportunities, delegate more. Um, and that's really helped me. When I was a, the, my first year as a head coach, I didn't delegate near enough. And so it really helped me to learn to move into this chair several years back. And uh, it's a big difference, but it's one I'm excited about. And we've got a great opportunity here at McNeese, man. I know that's right. And the good thing about it is you are already on staff, so you have continuity now with players you've recruited already. A lot of guys already know you. So right. you retain guys you already had fillers out to already. So tell us about that. Have getting able to retain guys, build relationships even more with guys you already had and keep building this thing and growing to Eve even bigger down in late, late Charles, man. Sure. Yeah, big deal. You know, like staff-wise, able to keep the majority of our staff together. And so we've worked together for a few years. Um, from a player standpoint, we got – six or seven guys that are coming back um, that are familiar with me. I did so much of the day-to-day -day management of the program over the last year. Um, and then we had, we had a few high school kids committed to us already that are still solid to commit. So there's just a continuity. There's a comfort level there uh, with me running the program and our staff that's already here. They, they recruited a lot of our players that are coming back and that are coming in. Um, so it's great to have that. And, you know, it's a, it's, you're still taking over a program. So I'm different than Heath, right? You know, Most we'll different. do things different. Uh, my personality is different. But a lot of the bones are in place. Like, I know the community really well. I know who to go to when we need assistance with maybe apartment situation or um, something on campus. We might need to get meals for a week. Like, I have those relationships already. Um, you got people that will donate to the program so you can really enhance your budgets and uh, from a recruiting standpoint, people that can direct you to people. And so that, co that continuity is really good. You already know so many people here in town and they can help us really keep this thing rolling. And tell us about your league. The Southland Conference, man, is a tough league. People don't realize how tough your, your league really is. Tell us about that, man, and, and how as, as it keeps on growing, man, it's going to get even tougher with all the great coaches you guys have and great players you have down there in that league. Yeah, it's a really good league, man. You know, one thing about it, though, we are losing a couple of better teams. They're going to the WAC. Uh, and so we lose, like, Stephen F. Austin and Abilene Christian, who just beat Texas in the tournament, is going to the WAC. So um, it's still a good league, though. Like, New Orleans, Nichols are both really, really good traditionally. Northwestern State has been good in the past. Uh, Texas Corpus Christi is a job that's open right now that is a powerhouse job. I mean, they've got money. They've got facilities. It's a, it's a really good league. It's a tough league. It's a physical league. It's an athletic league. Um, a lot of good local rivalries. Really good coaches. Coaches have been in the league forever. And so they, they know what they are. They have identities that are already built. Their brands are built. Um, it's, an, it's an awesome league. The, the towns you get to go to, San Antonio, Corpus Christi, Houston, New Orleans, Lake Charles. I mean, you get to go to great places. I mean, every night you're in a warm climate. Um, you're playing a really good facilities. I think our facility is the best in the league. Uh, but, you know, with the, the changes with some of those teams leaving, I think the league's wide open. You know, it's a great opportunity now for us to strike while it's hot, to develop ourselves into a premier 
team in this conference as it reshapes itself. And uh, I'm excited about that opportunity to, to really turn this into something really special in the South. And great food in them towns too now. Great food. Don't oh, forget that. Man, yeah, my my gut will tell you you come down here and see me see the whole picture. You ain't lying about that, but you can <laughs> yeah. eat whatever you want. Yes, indeed. And now coach, tell us about tell us about this man recruiting wise. No, it's a great base. You right there in Texas, Louisiana, go to Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, over to Florida Panhandle. I mean, you have a great area to get talent. So I'll talk about that area around you guys. We can get your staff out and go out and look at see guys and find diamonds at the river, bring them there to my niece and get them going and developing some great players down there. Sure. Yeah, you know, the I-10 corridor really helps. We can get to Houston in two hours. We can be in the Florida Panhandle in four. You know, so for, if you go from Houston to the Panhandle, I mean, there's so many players on I-10. You're talking about Baton Rouge, New Orleans, uh, Lafayette, Mobile, there's just players all over the place. And then you go west to Houston. We've got two kids that are committed and signed to us from Houston, two of the top 10 players in the city. Um, you look at our roster, it's got a lot, a lot of Texas influence on it. Uh, our starting five-man is a transfer from Mississippi State that was a really good player for us this past year. And so we're able to be diverse and that we can recruit really good high school kids, but we can also get the high-level transfer to transfer down to us. And maybe they're looking for something different. Uh, we got a, we just got a commitment from a grad transfer that from a bigger league from the SoCon. So, um, you know, we're able to get those kind of kids to come down here. Our facility right now it's a little banged up from the hurricane, but it's a forty-two million dollar facility, man. We've got practice facility that's brand new. Um, it's a gorgeous arena. I mean, it's state of the art. The Houston Rockets have used it for their training camp. Uh, we've got two casino resorts in town, right on, right on the lake, that are beautiful. I mean, they're like Vegas style casinos. So. Our recruiting base and our recruiting niche is really good. We can get really good players here. We can get talent. Um, we just got to keep building our culture. We got to develop a toughness culture to us and uh, have some guys that really want to fight. It's a blue collar town, so we got to really embrace the blue collar side of our town. Most definitely. Talk about that, coaches. Getting guys in mind since this year, without COVID being so ramped, you can have guys on campus and develop them, do skill development, work with them, get their bodies bigger. Talk about how key it's going to be to get your young men ready for the fall here, having to have a full season of workouts with you without to be at home to their own devices. Right. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Like, this past year was really hard across the country with COVID. It was really hard for us. I don't know how much you know about it, but with the hurricane, Hurricane Laura came through in August. Mm -hmm. And we were, we were, uh, we were displaced for about three months, you know, like we were from August 27th to November 15th, we were not in Lake Charles. And so we didn't have like a regular late weightlifting program. We weren't able to get consistent skill because we, we had to check, we had to go to the University of Louisiana Lafayette's campus. We we're at their mercy. Whenever we could get in, we got in. So I'm excited to have our own, our own space back, be on our own campus. Um, get like a real weightlifting program in. I mean, this time last year, you know, COVID shut down the world, man. Yep. Like we couldn't touch our kids until I think we got them here in July. And then the hurricanes came in August. So we only have like a month with them. Well, we're going to start like a full weight program April 11th. We're going to start our skill development stuff that same day. And so we're going to have a whole spring leading into our summer school. And we're going to do eight weeks of summer. Um, and I, I mean, that just gives you a huge jump start to to the fall and I'm just I'm fired up we're gonna get our staff here starting next week our whole staff will be here and uh, I couldn't be more excited to actually be face to face I, got, I can go to a restaurant right now this time last year I was doing PE with my kids in my house man wow 
man. How about that? I, I'm so happy that I get, you know, I get my second, I get my second shot tomorrow. So I, I'm, I'm looking there forward to having real life again, man. Because I've not left Atlanta since March 14th, brother. Brother, I'm telling you, I want to yeah. leave Atlanta, man. I want to get out of the city, yeah. have some, and enjoy yeah. life again, cover games. I mean, because I love seeing ball. I love chopping up with you coaches, coming and visiting guys. I, I love it. Like I can't right. do that, and I, it sucks. But I, I'm so happy that there's some light in this tunnel. We get into normal here real soon. I feel that, brother. And Coach, last one I got for you, brother. Who have been some people in your life, man, professionally, personally, really helped you, mold you as a coach you are today and helped you get to the point you are right now as the Monique State Cowboys head coach going forward? Sure. You know, right now, the theme that I'm kind of sharing on social media and across different platforms is writing our story. And it's, it's neat that you asked me that question because my story is a unique one. I had a, My dad left when I was really young. My mom raised me by herself. Uh, I had an older brother who was 13 years older that died when I was 11. And he was kind of my, my rock. He was my father figure. And so when he died, it kind of put me on a tailspin, man. I was 11 years old, and it was hard. I didn't have a dad losing him. And I had a high school basketball coach by the name of Brian Green that really poured into my life when I was in high school, mentored me, uh, just pointed me on a different path, down a different road. And that led me to a guy named Bob Brown. Brett Brown was a 76ers head coach for the last few years with Joel Embiid. Well, Bob was his dad. And so I, I worked for Bob Brown um, at Shepherds High School. He, had, he was a Patino assistant, great guy. And then he pointed me down this path where I, I mean, I, there's so many coaches, man. But Tom Kelsey, another guy, he gave me my first full-time coaching job, believed in me. And then he sure changed my life by bringing me to Division One level. Uh, and just poured into my life, not just as a basketball coach, but he helped me and my wife. I took a $15,000 pay cut when I went from Bellhaven to Tennessee Morton. And he said, Coach, just trust me, man. Just trust me. You'll never make anything less than this ever again in your life. It's just a sacrifice you got to make for one year. And he was right, you know. And so he's been a man of his word. When I took this job at McNeese, he said, you're going to be the next head coach at McNeese. I don't know when, but you're going to be the next guy. And, again, he was a man of his word. I never thought it would be him hiring me as the AD, but he was a man of his word. So, I mean, my wife has been phenomenal, man. There's just so many people that have got me to this place, players. Um, I've been very, very fortunate. My path is a unique one. I'm from the state of Maine. Not many people from Maine make it to this level. And so I had to, I had to have some people help me along the way, needed a stroke of luck. And ultimately, God had a really good plan for me, man. I really believe that when I went on this journey that God had a plan for me to be a division one coach and trusted him to put me in the right people's path. And uh, one of my players, parents put this phrase in my mind a couple days ago, said they, they prayed for their kids to have destiny helpers throughout their yes. life. And I thought that was really cool. There's been a lot of people in my life that have been destiny helpers, you know, that have helped me find my destiny. Um, and so I told him, I was having dinner with him the other night. I said, I'm going to steal that. Because we all need destiny helpers, you know. Yes. You, you very rarely get placed on your own. Coach Aiken, you so your story is so touching because you know, same for here, man. Like I grew up in the Vine City in Atlanta, a very poor part of the city, man. I grew up right by the stadium. Couldn't afford to go watch right. the, the, the team play, but I grew up right by the stadium. I can go see my fact my fact Falcons play. But the big right. where I'm at today, right. having a college degree and a radio show, who never would have dreamed this, but not for sports sure. and people like Frankie Allen taking interest in me as a young man, Carlos Rogers, Anthony Mason talking to me as a young man. 
I wouldn't be today yeah. without those guys. Yeah. You know, young guys I saw, yeah. they they can do it. I can too. So that's for me saying yeah. here, coach. Destiny Helpers is a great thing for us to hear because without people like that in our lives, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be, we'd be talk, talking today here in March right? 2021. Absolutely. It's funny how God works, coach, isn't it? How our past, you never know, but it finds way it all comes in across at the, 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 the right time that they fix. You're right about that, brother. Amen. Hey, Coach, thank you for your time today, brother. We got to do this again real soon. Much luck to you and the Cowboys. Look for doing this with you again in August, man, on September, man. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's stay in touch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out and get your phone number so we can stay in touch. Uh, hang off to the air. I'm going to give a number out there. Give me one second, Coach. All right? Okay. All right, brother. All right. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.